everyone and welcome to another episode of Do It For Yourself podcast, the second official, but I mean like the first kind of official um, episode in the second series. I hope you're excited because I am. Um, the episode is going up a bit later. It's not going up on Monday, but on Wednesday and I'm actually recording it right before it's going up. I've been depressed (laughs) again. I just didn't feel like doing it. And I tried, I really tried, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. But I'm here today. And I'm sure you read the title of the episode. Today we're going to be talking about changing our mindset. But just as it was in the first series, we have some weekly segments. So... The high of this week was my birthday party that was from Friday to Saturday with my friends and just enjoying time with them and then having a bit of a family party, birthday party on Monday where I got some gifts and I'm literally sitting in a new gaming chair and oh my god, you can't even imagine how comfortable this is. Like, It was such an upgrade from the chair that I had before. I literally couldn't sit on that chair for more than like 20 minutes. Now I'm out here sitting, laying, because I have like the gaming chair that you can put pretty much into like a straight position where you can lay on it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is such a vibe. (laughs) What I'm working on this week is um, changing the way I talk to myself and others. Because recently I've caught myself talking a lot more negatively than positively. And I always try to be a really positive person and just try to see the good in things. But recently it just hasn't been working out for me. So every time I catch myself, I'm going to be talking about this more in the episode. But every time I catch myself like thinking negatively or talking negatively, I'm like, no, no, no stop that let's focus on a different thing let's not think about the negatives let's think about the positives and I try to reframe what I said into something positive and how do I feel well (laughs) since this episode is going up I think you can pretty much tell how I've been feeling for the past few days honestly not very good (laughs) I've been struggling with my emotions and just not being able to process them well enough I guess because weirdly enough I have only two like stages I'm first one is where I just don't feel anything literally I couldn't care about anything I don't care I'm not happy I'm not sad I'm just living and the second one is every bad emotion at one point so I have days where I just feel every negative emotion for the past, like, half a year. Also, if you can hear anything, um, my cat is sleeping on my chair or on me (laughs) when I'm sitting on my chair. So, if you can hear any purring, that's her. And also, my other cat is sleeping on my bed, which is right behind me. So, you may also hear him purring, but... Yeah, I've been struggling and um, actually forcing myself kind of to do this episode today is making me feel a bit better. So again, 
this podcast is something that I love and I'm so happy that you all are listening to it. But let's get into the main theme so we just don't keep on talking for another 20 minutes about something that is not related to why you clicked on this episode. So last week I talked about how I want to make these episodes more related to my life and that is why today's episode is about mindset because whenever you're struggling with with positive self-talk, stressing about money, etc., it all comes down to your mindset. What you trust in, what you believe in, it all comes down to your head. Literally, even me fighting anxiety, depressive disorder, it's all in my head. It's literally, it's just me fighting with my head. And sometimes maybe after a breakup and stuff, you can get into like this scarcity mindset of like, oh, I'm never going to find a boyfriend again and stuff. And yes, it's okay to have that mindset, but it shouldn't be something that stays in your life for too long. But I mentioned my diagnosis and I'm currently taking medication. I already mentioned it a few times in my episodes, but on my last psychiatrist visit, my doctor told me that she feels like there's a part of me that doesn't want to be helped. And this sentence alone made made me realize that even though I am on a wellness journey, for more than a year, I still have a ton of work to do. And if you're wondering why she thought that there's a part of me that doesn't want to be helped, it's because there is. I've been fighting alone throughout this depressive, anxiety, depressive disorder for past four years. I have been diagnosed just two months earlier and I am tired pretty much. So that's why there's a part of me that just doesn't want to be helped because there's a part of me that doesn't have the energy to, to work through it. But yeah, just getting a bit emotional here again. (laughs) But most of that work that I still have to do is going to be on my mindset. I already see big mindset shifts from the time I started this journey. Like, don't get me wrong. My mindset back then was so tragic. I was just as many other young women prone to negative self-talk. I hated the way my body looked, the way I bloated after eating heavy foods, the way I wasn't strong enough. Now, rather than saying these mean things to me, I always try to say something positive. I already mentioned this at the start, but one of my favorite podcast hosts, Trinity Tondelier, used to say that whenever you catch yourself saying something negative about yourself, you should take it back and rather say something positive. I would like to add one more thing to this, and that is that you should use this technique when you're talking negatively about others as well. Uh, We had like a discussion with some senator or I don't, I don't really know because I'm not really into big into politics, but we have, we had someone at our school that was like talking about European parliament, I think. And we were just that after he finished like the talk and me and my friends went to lunch, went to get lunch. We were all like, oh my god, this guy was so boring, we didn't care what he had to say, and that is the first time I've actually caught myself and I've been like, I don't want to talk meanly about people. Yes, he doesn't know that we've talked about him this way, 
but I know it and I know that I don't like talking about other people negatively because why would I like it doesn't help me it doesn't help them and why do something that just wastes my time but as I said at the start you may not have a scarcity mindset only when it comes to talking negatively about yourself To those of you who don't know, a scarcity mindset is when you believe there are limited resources, so if someone else has something, you feel there is less of that resource available for you. So another example I mentioned was money, but you can have a scarcity mindset when it comes to pretty much anything. And today's episode is going to be about ways to help you change your mindset and live the life truly as your best self. The first way or a tip to help you change your mindset is listen to self-help wellness related podcasts because podcasts are the Netflix for go-getters and they can have an incredible impact on your mindset. I started my health and wellness journey straightly because of podcast. I started listening to the Wellness Cafe, 80-20 and different podcasts that made me feel like I should work on myself. They didn't make me feel like I wasn't good enough. They made me feel like I could be better and that is pretty much the first ever mindset shift that I made. I shouldn't look at myself as being bad. I should look at myself as being better like if I can't do it do something it's not because I'm never going to be able to do it it's because I haven't been training well it's because I don't have enough practice in it but as time moves on I just learn not to take everything so seriously like I don't have to be good at everything and if I want to be good at something I'm just going to work on it I'm not going to sit here and dwell on like how I'm so not strong enough, how I can't push or pull those weights and stuff like that. I'm just going to sit and get those weights, maybe easier ones, maybe some that don't weight as much, but I'm going to start working on myself. And the best part about podcasts is you can listen to an episode while driving to work, going grocery shopping, washing dishes, while working out at the gym. Or pretty much anywhere. Actually, the best place to listen to podcasts is on a hot girl walk. We all know what those are. Since it's coming like into spring and summer and the weather is getting hotter, you all know we're going to be, all of us who are listening to this podcast and me, we're all going to be on a hot girl walks. Like, it is an essential. (laughs) But listening to podcasts is a really easy tip to add to your daily life without taking too much time away from your schedule. Not only will listening to other people's inspiring success stories help lift you up and get you in the mood to go after your dreams, but listening to other people talk is a wonderful way to get a brand new perspective on how to approach life. Second tip I have here is develop an intentional morning routine. I've already had an episode about my morning routine and different habits that you can implement into your morning routine in the first series of this podcast, but mornings overall can have a huge impact on your mindset throughout the day. So make sure to make them count. 
Try using the free time you have before heading out of the house to cook yourself a hearty breakfast, write down your intentions for the day, or do a quick meditation session. If you don't have much time, there's no problem. You can do many of these things as part of your evening routine the night before to help set you up for a successful day. I also have an episode about night routines, so you know. If you want to get if you want to know more, just go listen to the first series of this pod. The third tip I have here is set your priorities. Um, maybe every Monday take 10 minutes to write down your priorities for the week ahead. Having a clear list of the things you want to achieve short term will help keep you grounded and inspired to get them done. Your priorities shouldn't just resolve around work and responsibilities. A huge step towards a positive mindset is including self-care in your weekly schedule by spending time doing things you enjoy doing during your free time. This can include joining a fun dance class, spending quality time with a friend, or using a few afternoons to indulge in your favorite hobby. I, as for myself, I actually also set daily intentions. I do to-do lists, and I'm actually thinking about making a whole episode that's going to be like journal with me kind of stuff. But yeah, that's going to be a long time before I figure that out because I want to start putting like different types of episodes out, not rather than just like these helping tips and tricks episodes that I do normally. But before I figure that out, it's probably going to be some time. Another tip I have here, just one that I find like really, really interesting and it just made me smile when I thought of this tip is re-adapt a hobby you loved as a kid. Ask yourself, what did you love doing as a kid? Was it painting, a sport, collecting shells or rocks? Adults often talk about how much they'd like to be kids again because life was so simple back then. So just try that activity that you loved again to see if you still find joy in it. You may rediscover a hobby that you have forgotten. And I included this tip simply because, you know, turning or actually turned 18 already and I'm technically an adult, which, uh, you know, but that's why I included this tip because I still have a lot to learn from my younger self. And I think we all do. The next tip would be journal to improve your mindset. You'll know that I'm a big journaling fan. I just can't tell you how good it actually is. Because jotting down your thoughts, especially those that feel heavy, has been proven to help you process your feelings and approach situations in a more effective way. If you're currently feeling like your mindset isn't at its best, journaling can improve well-being. And I know I already said it so many times, but... I will never stop being an advocate for journaling because creating a habit of journaling for a few minutes before going to bed may help you pinpoint exactly what is happening. At the same time, your journal can become a guide for you to better understand what is going on and how you can potentially come up with solutions. I don't have anything else to say to that because as I said, I will never stop being an advocate journaling. (laughs) Another tip I have here is write a list of the things you're grateful for. Similar to journaling, making a conscious list of the things you are grateful for can have a big impact on your mindset and mood. We as humans tend to play the comparison game. 
without even realizing we're doing it. And we can very easily forget about the things we have by focusing too much on our lacks. When you're intentionally looking for things to be grateful for, it can instantly shift your perspective. While your circumstances may not immediately change, it can quickly alter how you see your situation. This is one of the habits I'm trying to implement back after being off for a few weeks. I just like to lay in bed and after visualizing my dream life before sleep, I like to just think or say out loud three things that I'm grateful for. And this is the easiest way to start changing your mindset. And I feel like everybody talks about this and there is a reason why everyone is talking about it because it has the biggest potential to help you. It it is proven that to help your to it is proven to help change your mindset. Another tip is improve the way you speak to yourself. I think it's number seven, probably. Well, we all keep an inner dialogue that goes on all day, whenever it's personal feedback or the way you feel about a situation, we all have the opportunity to fill up our day with positive self-talk. If you currently find yourself speaking negatively about yourself, even if you don't say it out loud, make an effort to stop yourself and break the pattern of negative self-talk. A great way to do is to do this is to ask yourself, would I say those words to a friend or someone I love? If the answer is no, change the dialogue. For instance, instead of telling yourself, I'm stupid after making a mistake, tell yourself, I made a mistake and I will use this opportunity to learn so I can improve and do it better next time. While that may sound silly, it does affect how you see and feel about yourself. And at the start of this episode, I already told you that you shouldn't talk this way only to and about yourself you should also start talking this way about others because we do not need the negativity in our lives. The eighth tip I have here is get an outside perspective. If you're stuck in a pattern of negative thinking, it's easier to believe things that are not true as there isn't anyone there to challenge you. Invite a trusted close group of friends in on where you're getting stuck. Having an inside perspective can be immensely helpful in changing your mindset and improving your thoughts. Therapy is another great option. I've talked about therapy a lot and I also have, I also want to make an episode about things I learned in therapy, but again, that may be a while until I get enough material to do it, but something you can look forward to. But it's helpful to have people who will listen and reflect what they're hearing from you, as well as share their perspective. The simple act of sharing your thoughts out loud can be very eye-opening. Your thoughts and feelings may change you more quickly than you anticipated after allowing other people in and seeing their point of view. The ninth tip I have here is... Go outside more often because getting fresh air can work wonders for the way you feel. Our bodies need fresh air and it's important to remember that so does the mind. Enjoying the greater doors will improve your mental health and well-being. Taking a short walk each day and getting some vitamin D is good for your body too. 
In this digital age, it takes more effort and intention to spend time outside, but the rewards are well worth it. So incorporate breaks and outdoor activities as much as you're able to. I think I have like two or three more, but one of those is evaluate your diet because your diet is not only what you eat, it's what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang out with. So be mindful of the things you put into your body, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Because yes, what you eat and drinks impacts how you feel. If you want to have a clearer mindset, consider how you're fueling and hydrating your body. But don't overlook the other type of things that you also take in on a daily basis. Mental clutter can become a big problem with the information you're constantly taking in from various sources. Evaluate what messages your brain is taking in through your phone and computer. Consider how these things may be negatively impacting you and Make adjustments as needed. Create boundaries with technology and feel free to unfollow any pages or people who are not helping you to achieve your goals and be your better self. And the last tip, ooh, this episode is getting kind of long, you know. I'm not, I don't usually have episodes longer than 20 minutes, but I guess new series, new longer episodes maybe, who knows. But the last tip I have here is declutter your life to change your mindset and I included this tip as the last one for a reason because this is a theme that I'm going to be talking about next week on next week's episode and that is pretty much because I feel like my room is always clean but not as clean as it could be you know I put away a lot of stuff but I can't remember the time the freaking last time I washed my mirror I kid you not, I cannot remember. Also, it's spring, it's getting hotter, as I said, and I need to clean my windows. Like, I really need to do that. So, even just decluttering my space for summer and spring, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it because clutter can take various forms in your life. Whenever it shows up in your home, it creates stress and anxiety, something that I'm struggling with, so... Start by decluttering one quick area at a time and see how it changes your mindset of feelings in your home. If your schedule is cluttered, take the opportunity to re-evaluate your commitments, say no to the things that don't align with your priorities. Excess creates stress. As you declutter the areas in your life that have become overly full, you'll see how it changes your mindset and improves how you're feeling. Simplifying can bring more clarity and peace to your life. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a rate and review. Um, I'm kind of sorry if you heard any background noise. Literally, my cat still is like, she's like, oh, I'm not going to be here. And then she comes back and then she's like finding a spot where she can sleep. But, you know, more real episodes. So I hope you don't mind. But yeah, as I said, if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave a rate and review. And I'll catch up with all of you guys on Monday in in another episode. So bye.